Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Two Thumbs Up Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Ducky the Gamer, and we are going to be bringing you guys all the news mobile gaming related. There's a lot happening in the world of mobile right now, specifically uh, new games and in mobile esports, so a lot to talk about today. A lot's changed since we last hopped on the podcast. Ducky. Yeah, obviously the big thing everybody's talking about right now. I think we go ahead and hop into it. Warzone Mobile, the Ooh. biggest reveal event. <clears throat> it was an interesting reveal event. Because <laughs> yeah. it was a reveal for alpha gameplay. So there's definitely a lot to talk about on that side. But from an outside perspective, kind of give me your view on everything that happened there. Um, outsider perspective, I think it was good for not being a mobile specific event. Um. Like, I think one of the big things to note is, that, like, this was just a COD event. Like, it was not a COD mobile event. Like, it was honestly really generous of them to, to bundle in mobile, considering, like Bobby said, it's an alpha. The game is the game is months away from coming out, as they announced it'll come out 2023 globally. So, as an outsider, um, I didn't watch, uh, I think, like, an after an hour and a half of watching the event. Like, after they announced the news, I just went to individual streams. I didn't watch the main broadcast. Um, but... It seemed fine, like it seemed good. Like luckily I was really afraid there was gonna be a lot of technical problems, like the game crashing. Um, and although the game didn't look the best and it was kind of getting memed on, um, <clears throat> I think just getting it out in front of people's eyes was awesome because like the Google Trends graph, like the search volume um, for Warzone Mobile was just off the charts during, during the event. So I think it went good. Um, I wasn't there, obviously Bobbert Blaze was there. And um, you can uh, hear you 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 recount your uh, rundown of how things went. Um, I was I was happy with the way things went. I think like a lot of people, I was hoping for a slightly more polished version than I guess what we had kind of seen from the leaks because obviously we've had leaks. Even though it is a closed alpha, gameplay gets out there. And to be honest, the gameplay that we had was not super different from the alpha gameplay that had been leaked previously. So they're obviously working on it and it's not necessarily going to be updated all at once. But like you mentioned, it is a good thing just to have it in front of the eyes of people. And I, I think one good thing is at least a portion of the community understanding that this is alpha gameplay. And so this is very, very far from the finished product. And they obviously have a lot of things they want to do before the game is publicly available in all regions um at the same time makes you wonder how long is it actually going to be because the game has been in alpha for a little bit right now and they have some pretty ambitious expectations for what the game's going to do in the future as well uh they talked about what you got the cross progression for the battle pass which is obviously a w it seems like leveling cross progression for accounts not necessarily for weapons specifically but the actual level of your account uh, they talked about wanting to having as close to zero bots as is humanly possible. And now, obviously, that does come down to how many people are actually playing the game. But if they end up executing on the vision that they've set forth, I think it's very feasible that in a lot of regions you can have pretty close to zero bots. But I think the big question right now is how long are people going to have to wait? We thought maybe they would launch the beta along with the event. Obviously, that didn't happen. We do have pre-registration available which supposedly can only happen 90 days before uh, the game's available so oh. we would assume within 90 days you can probably play the beta <clears throat> somewhere in the world but <laughs> as of right so now vague. we just don't know we just know don't know a whole lot yeah i think that was probably the main like griping point with the whole event was the only release date like we the, the game has been in alpha for months now like the community knew of the game's existence for such a long time and to not to still not have like 2023 dude yeah you could have said that like that's like saying i don't know <laughs> if you flip a coin a hundred times it's gonna land on heads once yeah of course everyone knows that but i think my disappointment with the entire event it's not the gameplay it's not how it was ran uh, i think those things are done fine it's just the date and they're not being any either for betas or for soft launch or even like hey we're hoping to get this out in q1 2023 like, they're just like, yo, 2023, which <laughs> I get, like, it gives them a lot of leeway um, to where maybe in Q1, like, come March, the game is not ready to launch, 
well, then they have nine more months of 2023 until they just, you know, default on their promises. So I am frustrated, but also after Apex Mobile and the rough, uh, the rough and rushed launch of the game, I'm very, very okay. And um, I I'm not, no, what's like, I'm fine. It's just, it's okay. It's okay. Take the time you need to do whatever you want. Like fix the game. Like don't release a crappy game. But if we're going to wait months and months, it better be fire on release. If we were wait a long time and it still sucks, then that's that sucks. That, that'll be a problem. Yeah, I agree. There were actually the, in the blog post <laughs> they put out a couple of days ago, it was amended since then. But in the blog post, it said that Almazra, I think that's the name, it, the new map that's coming to Warzone 2.0 is also going to be in Warzone Mobile. And that was really interesting for me because especially if you want to have no bots you you can't have more than one map unless like one of those <laughs> maps is like a resurgence alcatraz map that i i could understand having that in there but you you just can't have two maps in the game especially for 120 player maps at the same time because that's a guarantee that you're going to have a whole lot of bots so i they did since then remove that and i think that's definitely a good thing i'm not saying it should never come to the game but i think it should never come to the game it, i'm saying it huh i i'm saying it you're saying what? It's, no, I'm just joking. I was... Oh, I mean, like, I think in a year it can come to the game. Yeah, yeah. I think Verdansk yeah. is such a huge draw for, like, OG players of Warzone that I think just having Verdansk is going to be perfectly fine. There's no mobile players that are like, oh, we don't want to play Verdansk. Like, everybody wants to play Verdansk on both sides of things, both the mobile players and the PC and console players. So... There's not really any downside to only having Verdansk right now, and maybe after a year, people get a little bored of it, whatever it would be. Then you throw Almazra in there, especially if it does have a pretty good reception among people. But I think right now, very content to just plan for Verdansk, and that means you don't have to spend as much time developing either because you don't have to optimize the entire game for an entire other new map that uh, you don't have a whole lot of experience with on the developing side of things for Activision. So... Like we said, overall, uh, the event was good. Timing, the information that we've get, been given, I think is the is the biggest like, eh, it would be nice to have more, but also the communication has already been so Dude, much better. Oh than my God, bro. I wanna, had. I'm trying to kiss the social media manager <laughs> on the forehead, man. They'd be liking and all my tweets. It's like, I don't know that it's the same person that's running the COD mobile. <laughs> Dude, I think it is. Like, and I... It seems pretty simple. <clears throat> and they obviously are good at what they do. So uh, having that good community relationship right off the bat is a good sign as well. I, I think it might be because it was really funny. Like, it was only a few days ago when I replied um, to, uh, like, a COD mobile tweet. And, like, we... I exchanged, I don't know, an interaction with the social media uh, dude. And then, like, he replied on his, like, personal account. So, I think he, like, messed with me now. And then, <laughs> like, every reply, every tweet at them, they've liked it in some capacity. I'm like, dude, that's what I'm talking about. Like, man, where any other game? They don't, like, creators are people too, man. I want to get likes on Twitter. I want to get, uh -huh. I feel loved. <laughs> um, but I will say one good thing. The... Like, like you mentioned, it would be a big L if they had this master plan of not having any bots in, or having as few as bots possible in the game. Um, and they started doing uh, third person, first person, multiple maps, solos, duos, squads. Like, uh, that's what they, you mess up. So I think one map, and they didn't say anything about third person mode, but what scared me was having third person mode back in Modern for 2. Mm -hmm. really makes me think it'll either be in at launch or it'll be coming in a future update, which will just split the player base even more. So I don't know if they mentioned anything to you or if anyone asked, but um, so far so good from what we've seen. But it's like, there's, there's some things that could cause issues, I think, later on down the line. I mean, in the in the introduction, especially when I saw that initially in the trailer, I was like, wait yeah they i got scared adding, i thought they were adding tpp to warzone 2.0 i was like <laughs> oh no that's not a good sign at all and then when they talked about it later on they said uh we're adding it just to multiplayer right now but we're hoping to add it to other modes as well 
which makes me think we might see it in Warzone 2.0, which would vastly increase the chances that it gets added to Warzone Mobile 2, which, like you said, I don't see anything but downside for adding a TPP mode. Like, I think the people that want to play Warzone Mobile are going to play it for Warzone Mobile, and you don't need TPP to draw extra people in. Yeah. Um, and once again, that just further splits the player base, and the majority of the BR player base... Uh, TPP haters what, uh, unite! Uh, <laughs> regardless of what like the <laughs> diehard community wants like if the larger portion is tpp then that means those are going to be the lobbies that fill up faster and even if people don't want to play them ultimately they're going to play where they can go against the most real people and it's going to gravitate back in that direction just the way that cod mobile did yeah i mean i i wait did i <clears throat> i think when i first started playing cod mobile i was playing third person and we're, we're, you had like, you're like, like first, was it first person supremacy? Yes. I, you always told me that. And I was like, dude, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But now I get it. Now it's like, uh, uh -huh. well, because I had never played a game with multiple options. Yeah. And understanding, like having bots and more real lobbies. So I think they're on a really good path right now. Um, and we've all seen uh, the alpha gameplay once again. It's alpha. There, that that's the first stage of releasing a game. It goes alpha, what closed beta, open beta, soft launch, global. Um, yeah, usually. So there's like, it's on the first of five stages, and it looks good. It didn't look great, but it didn't look bad. Um, so lots of promise, promising. Um, you know, uh, like points. It's just, I just, mm -hmm. I can't. They can't fumble, man. They can't. We can't have two back to back fumblers. Um, going on and maybe even three back-to-back because -back, um if you guys have been keeping up to date with uh the happenings of other games going into beta rainbow six recently went into its i think closed beta but in seven countries it's kind of like an open beta it's in seven countries north america is one of them and they kind of fumbled um i i love it uh rainbow six they've been nothing but supportive and cool to me uh to a lot of other content creators but to be honest they kind of dropped the ball on the at least the first week of the beta um have you played it bobby have you got on yeah i i did one video playing it my my biggest gripe in the alpha was that there was not enough gameplay you spent too much time like in lobbies in selecting screens in queues whatever that would be uh way more time in those than you do actually in gameplay because it's first to two rounds uh, <laughs> which obviously in a in a category that has a very short attention span like mobile gamers that's just not going to be able to succeed you only get what a maximum of three rounds of gameplay for what in my experience was usually like eight to ten minutes that's just not gonna be something that keeps people coming back and obviously you can have ranked modes that have more rounds and whatever it is but for that to be like the initial reaction public gameplay that people are just going to play on a casual side of things it wasn't very enticing i didn't like it i'm gonna be sure I, I made one video and when the game ran smoothly it seemed like a fine game um and i even saw gameplay from imo where um his game was crisp. i even deemed him i was like bro what device are you on he was like the same as one as yours i was like oh shoot dude um and they put out a tweet saying that like somehow server stability was causing causing like frame drops and i don't know how you get frame drops because of server issues usually server issues like you call uh leads like desync and yeah. you know maybe you die before you see the guy come around the corner i was dropping to like 20 fps like it was not a pleasurable experience um the same thing uh the bobby said I, bro, I was bored, man. Like, eight, like I timed it. I think you mentioned it. You timed it. I did the same thing. I went back and looked at my games. I think it was like seven and a half minutes from start, from clicking, find match, and you pretty much instantly queue uh, mm -hmm. to wrapping up the match. Seven and a half minutes. I was only running around doing things for two minutes. Mm-hmm. That basically, um, that's like watch, it's like the opposite of TV, where you watch TV for seven minutes and you get a two-minute ad. <laughs> like it was the opposite so i think the core gameplay and this is i've said this so many maybe th these mobile games have really good core gameplay but mm -hmm. like the mobile aspect they just don't have where like apex mobile core gameplay is great and then they're just so out of touch with the community rainbow six core gameplay is great but it's just 
a really boring game right now right now um for mobile players so the thing is like especially for rainbow six it's not like you've got a massive player base that you're pulling from either like rainbow six relative to a lot of other triple a titles is not really a huge name that's super well known especially outside of like the mainstream gaming community uh like there are so many games that on a regular basis probably pull more views and i think like the esports community for rainbow six is diehard but the casual community i don't feel like is very big at all and so i think in order for mobile to be able to succeed they've got to find a lot of ways to speed up the pace of the game make things more captivating i don't know if that's additional game modes most of the time i'm not in favor of like ltms and other stuff that splits up the player base but i feel like with rainbow six it really needs that because like you mentioned the the core gameplay mechanics are not bad at all like the the gunplay is solid the aim assist feels a little bit weird i i don't really know how to describe the way i feel about the aim assist but it felt slightly off for some reason for me but outside of that like the movement the gunplay everything feels solid but it just doesn't feel like enough gameplay for the amount of time that you have to invest on it yeah it just doesn't feel like a mobile game as well like Mm -hmm. my big thing is uh, i i I never like um express this to the developers and i probably should um i I said in my video but I, i was basically like um the problem right now is that you have to select your character before every round. Mm-hmm. And with how bad some mobile devices are, like, I don't know, I got an iPhone 52X, so it'll load the game in three seconds. But Billy Bob Joe with an iPhone 4, mm-hmm. he's going to be taking a minute to load into the game. So everyone's got to wait a minute to load into the game. And so they have to, it's just these loading screens are miserable. Um, yep. And so right now it's not a very pleasurable experience, but... It's in a beta. It's a closed beta. Once again, I just went through the five stages of a game. Uh, this is stage two. So they still have quite a long ways to fix this. They can hopefully adjust the time of the like loading screens. I don't know how to do that. Um, just code the game better. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or like... We or... also need to add uh, a graphics option. Graphics Dude, yeah. Option, I'll... Frame rate option. Like it doesn't have any option to choose either of those yeah i was like bro my game i got into my third game my device just felt like it was on fire i don't know if it's trying to run like uncapped frames max graphics whatever it is but that's a must-have and i thought that they had it in the alpha but maybe i'm tripping because it doesn't seem like the type of feature that they would like have in the alpha and then remove in the beta but that's something that's definitely got to get added asap yeah i'm uh, I don't know. It's it's so early, and I love the team so much that I really don't yeah, want to be. Like they they give so much support. Like they reach out to me, and they take their criticism well. Yeah. So like, they're passionate about the game, but I I don't know. I feel like it's one of those situations <laughs> where like the team around it is great, but their hands are tied just because of the base mechanics of the game <laughs> not that rainbow six is a bad game it's just se. not for everyone the game is a very i think it, it it i don't i don't think it's for mobile like i think that's what it comes down to yeah or i i think what tom i remember they did a tom clancy maybe they just took the ip and like made a mobile game of it but like what are some mobile games that have been adapted some like games that have been, like because cod mobile you still have the dom like you still have all the game modes the games are fast on console i'm trying to think of a mobile game that has adapted from PC and console to be more mobile focused and it succeeded. Because uh, uh, Fortnite was a copy and paste. COD, they didn't really do much adapting. They just kind of shortened the game modes. Like the the, the Duty the, has always been a very like casual friendly game anyway, And the, yeah, the games are always fast paced. Cause like and like you said as well, Rainbow Six, it's not like their Call of Duty where they have uh 50 million monthly active players that they can just say, hey, go down on this game. I don't know the player base of Rainbow, but after mm-hmm. looking up Google Trends and just trying to find like some analytics on it, doesn't seem like it's too popular. Like, um, and not maybe, a bad Wild Rift would be a good example of a game that did that well. Um, I honestly I never played it, but okay. I mean, but is how long are those games? Because League of Legends I games are like thirty to sixty. Like Fifteen. I think they're like oh. fifteen minutes ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they took it too literal in the sense of like, let's just take out. I think if they made it so you can only pick one character for the whole game to, mm-hmm. to eliminate that huge process and then 
um just made made it like best of five so first to three so you're at least playing like maybe up to five rounds like that could fix mm -hmm. a lot of the issues like just small things like that like there's still a lot of potential but i do agree that a, a very tactical shooter is not typically meant for mobile and then that's kind of ironic because we're all hyped for valorant mobile but i think that's completely different from rainbow six in some ways so yeah, because you don't have to, like, pick stuff in between rounds for Valorant. Yeah, it's like a 15-second so. buy round. Things are fast. The rounds are maybe a minute. Like, those rounds can be up to, like, two and a half minutes. And there's a minute well, beforehand. The, time the round is three minutes, so... And then there's, like, 30, 45 seconds of spectating or, like, research. Yeah. I'm like, I never... That was my first time ever playing any Rainbow Six game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least at its current state. Like, it might just not be for me, but I'm going to support the game. You know, all mobile games coming out. Got to give them a fair shot. Uh, show them some loving and whatnot. Yeah. Well, on our next topic, a game that is not new at <laughs> all and has been out for a minute, COD Mobile actually just today finally announced that Stage 5 is going to be hosted in the United States. It's actually going to be about three hours from where I am in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's going to be a crossover event with the Call of Duty League, which, in my opinion, is really huge. Uh, and it's going to be on December 15th through the 18th, I believe. So four days in total, which Dang. is you because last year they tried to cram Stage 5 all into, like, two-day segments, which was way too much to cover in that short of a time um so i think overall this is a huge w for cod mobile i believe this is the first north american global mobile esport championship um yep. north america has never really been known for its love for mobile esports but um i will say cod mobile has gotten more love than any other mobile esport especially in mainstream gaming so I think this is a, a huge step forward for COD Mobile and for mobile gaming in general. It's a big dubski for sure. I mean, uh, I was excited to go to Stage 5 last year if they were going to host it and or like in person and they didn't. Mm -hmm. um, and I said this year, like regardless of where it was, I was going to attend it. Uh, fortunately enough, it's only like a six, a six hour drive is uh, it's not bad in the grand scheme of things. Uh, so I'll be there. Bobby's obviously going to be there. Um, no questions asked. I don't know if it's going to be you know, you can't leak anything, but he'll he'll be there. He might be doing some. Um, we'll see. <laughs> so. But the it's exciting. I mean, I think it's also you mentioned it's tied in with COD uh, champs. Is it as a series? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That should so like what what's the for? Is it like is COD champs Raleigh its own COD like modern for two event? Is that how that's gonna work? And then they also have COD Mobile. So basically, it is like the launch of the COD League. I was confused by the trailer that COD League tweeted or uh, posted on YouTube because it said December 2nd, but I don't think because that they said that was like the season launch or whatever, but none of the events actually start until the 15th. So I'm not sure what the whole December 2nd thing was about, but basically it's a crossover event. Right before the, the COD mobile event, there's going to be a Challengers one, which is basically like cdl is like the main league and then challengers is like what feeds into the cdl so most okay. of the new players in cdl come from challengers um so that's going to be happening you have the cdl event happening you have a a code event which is like the call of duty uh endowment which is like for veterans and stuff that's cool so that's going to be happening and then you also have COD Mobile Championships happening. If I had to guess, they're probably going to put the COD Mobile stuff in the morning because that's the <laughs> time slot for viewership anyways. Um, yeah, hey guys, if you little kitties want to come watch some COD Mobile in the morning, if not, sleep in, catch console call in the afternoon. I, I am curious to see what the actual attendance is going to look like for the COD Mobile stuff and if, like, the... I think... I, I, uh, listen, Raleigh's yeah. a, it, it's not like you're in New York City. Like, Raleigh's a, uh, there's not much to do. There's stuff to do, but it's not yeah. like you're in a Miami, uh, mm -hmm. a New York, an LA, where you can ditch the first half of the day, have a action-packed day, and then go to the event later. Like, I think a lot of people, if they go for this four-day event, they're just going to be there for four days. Like, they're yeah. just going to show up in the morning, or maybe they might show up halfway through COD Mobile. Uh, but I, I think the attendance will be good. Just because of the location of the event and the logistics of it, it's not like 
people are gonna be driving i mean maybe i i don't know i did you go to the, you went to the apex event right mm -hmm. like that turnout is it being hosted in the same arena i'm 90 percent sure that it is but not positive okay i mean well how is that turn out was that turn out okay yeah, it was good. Uh, I think especially for like the last day, the the turnout was phenomenal. So it definitely was slow earlier in the day, and then it like built up throughout the day, which I think for an event as long as most esports events are is kind of to be expected. So uh, it'll be interesting to see like how much overlap there is between like COD Mobile fans that stay for CDL and CDL fans that come early for the COD Mobile stuff um once again i people aren't going to be invested in the game and in the teams that are playing from the uh the cdl side of the fans they're just not going to know and that's going to be the the tougher part of giving them to show up but we'll see i know there's a lot of the mobile community that's going to come just because they're excited that cod <laughs> mobile's finally having a land so hopefully we get a decent turnout yeah i mean i think the one thing cod mobile has going for it is it's not like a st standalone game in the regards of like unfamiliar weapons unfamiliar maps like if someone walks in and sees raid they're like oh dude i know that map but they see someone you know popping off with an ak-47 like, oh i know that gun like it's that's the good thing that has going for it is people can watch it they might not know the players or like the lore of the comp scene but they'll at least be familiar with the gameplay itself so i have high hopes not high expectations uh because i've never been to uh, I've never been to a COD event. I, the only for, the only event I've been to is a Fortnite LAN, and that was just the World Cup. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't have any expectations. I'm excited. I'll be there. I'll be, you know, saying what up to the two people who know me from COD Mobile, and um, <laughs> and and we'll have a good time. So I'm excited for that. But uh, man, listen, listen, guys, listen. We should just name this the Apex Mobile Podcast. Can we do it, Bobby? I'm I'm uh, I'm requesting an executive order to just name this Apex Mobile Podcast because uh, we find a we we find a way every week to talk about it. And it's listen, guys. Uh, we've said I even made a challenge one week to not talk about it. Something every week happens that's like the mobile scene. There's only a few games out right now, and mm -hmm. Apex Mobile just loves having not necessarily drama, but situations occur in the game. And uh, this week, arguably Apex Mobile's loyalist creator, uh, Imo, who's a content creator for Tribe, he left, or I think he left Ape or EA's uh, creator network. So uh, that, it's, that's not like he was, you know, on contract. He even said himself publicly he wasn't on contract for money. It's more just like being in touch with developers and having a good relationship with the, with the team so that um you can you know go to them if you have any issues i think he'd even said as well he'd been making content on the game before the game was even announced so uh it's kind of crazy when your number one creator just up and dips on the game and publicly announces he's not going to be making content on the on the game on his main channel anymore so um that happened and it was all because the this whole weekend has been a fuss. There's been so much drama. Now there's drama. I keep looking over on my tw uh, Twitter feed because there's drama popping off eight minutes ago. Man, it's fresh. It's hot off the press. Wait, um, what happened? Huh? What happened? Is it something I need to know about? Um, it refers to that one person who got banned for seven days for doing something that they shouldn't have oh. been doing. They, oh, did, okay. they did it again. What? <laughs> No I, shot. Yeah, apparently they're back streaming, and they did it again. And um, so we'll talk about the end. We'll talk about the end with 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 Twitch because uh, it's been, it's been an action pack. We could have a whole episode of just drama, but obviously we want to stay neutral parties. Um, and just off that, like I, what was said uh, by uh, I'm out, and we only have his perspective. Obviously, EA is not going to comment on this matter, um, but. He was being critical of the game, uh, constructively critical of the game, like most of us have been over the last few months. Uh, and he basically almost ratioed Apex. Um, he kind of, he even said himself like he's been holding in his word for too long. Uh, made a statement about uh, the the uh, game, the state of the game, the um, communication was just lacking. And then apparently the next day he was asked to take down that tweet, said no, and they said, "All right, we'll catch you later." So. 
it's fat. Apex Mobile really be doing it to themselves. They, I feel like they keep shooting themselves in the foot to the point where they shot off like all nine toes and they have like one toe remaining. And um, <laughs> the season three update is probably going to be the last toe. And if it sucks, they have no more feet to stand on, no more toes. Like, I don't get it. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've just been scrolling through Twitter because I can't believe you. <laughs> yep, you are... Oh, uh, wait. Apparently... Jake, yeah, Jake Tucky, yeah. Yeah. We got baited, <laughs> chat. Hey, the, the entire Twitterverse got baited. Okay, yeah. well, for those of you... I'm just going to go ahead and like get this out of the way because I know people are going to be wondering... There's a girl who um, did inappropriate things, did on adult stream, things on Twitch. Did adult things on stream on Twitch and only got banned for seven days. And somehow the entire Twitterverse had been convinced that she did it again, but she did not. So I don't really know how that happened, but that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, we about, so. I think someone uploaded an alternate pers like like a cropped POV and everyone thought it was uh -huh. um different. But uh listen guys don't believe everything you see online, you know? Yeah. Make sure it's from a verified source. And even then it was from a verified source and I got baited. But uh, okay, I, back to Apex. Yeah. My my take on everything that happened I don't even like <laughs> I don't know if Apex can come back. I, <laughs> I, I think I said that. Flip it, bro. I, Put I it on a timeline. At Apex Mobile. Bobby thinks your game is washed. <laughs> I, I nah, nah, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Like, <laughs> esports is the only thing that can save Apex because it's very 100%. obvious they don't know, like, how to have a solid creator relationship. It looked like there oh. was a time period where, like, they were going to start having creator relationships. They sent out... I think they do every once in a while, like send out um, like skins and stuff, which like skins are nice. But at the end of the day, people people would rather have a game that is like significantly improving and making changes for the betterment of the game rather than just skins. So like I got the skins, but I ended up not even making a video out of it because <laughs> I didn't enjoy the. It's like why. Yeah, well, it's I, like the, I didn't enjoy the game itself. So, like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, this is nice, but I don't know. I did he said yoink, I I'm out of here. I think it would take an entire new staff to to revive Apex Legends Mobile. Uh, uh, and, I don't think that. I wouldn't go as far to say as that. I think there are currently three people I've been in contact with, and all three of those have been incredibly helpful and delightful to work with. I think mainly they're from the way that for the feeling that I get their hands are tied behind their back and they that makes sense. That they they can't say what they want to say or might need to say about Apex. Um, and some games like COD Mobile and seemingly like Warzone Mobile have a very, very like friendly vibe about their social media presence where um, you could tell it's a person running the account. You, you could tell it's a real human um, who's replying and it's not corporate and structured. And then you have other accounts um, like Apex, where it is the opposite, where it's just corporate. It's just social media farming, impression tweets, um, not replying to anyone, not liking anyone's tweets, not really sharing anyone, um, any any clips or anything from the community, not engaging with the community, just being there to be there, you know, for, for numbers, for, for corporate metrics. And I think that's what hurts the game the most is... While all of this is going on, it makes it 10 times worse that it feels like we're talking to a robot. It feels like um, all the communication that we could be giving to someone and actually like, from what I've been told, they listen. But it's like, I, dude, I don't know, man. I got Mr. Uh, if your life was a, a sitcom, what Apex character would play you? <laughs> I got the worst tweets of all time coming out on the timeline and I'm over here trying to save the game. So... Uh, I'm gonna be honest. That's kind of TikTok, dude. Oh, okay. So I have a note for this. Now I was gonna make a video on this, and then I was asked to not make a video on this, but that I could make a video on it if I didn't share a certain piece of information I have that was publicly posted that should not have been posted. So there was a leaked bit of communication from a community manager at Apex Mobile to a Discord server, 
the Discord server in question, we don't know who it is, um, but they were directly responding, responding to comments and questions. And they basically said, I'll sum it up. They said like, yo guys, we understand you're frustrated. There'll be big systematic changes coming in season three that will address a lot of the communication issues in the game and that these things take time and that we can't say all these things when we want to. Um, and also we saw that cringe TikTok we posted and we got it removed. They actually, they took down that TikTok, bro. They went to the user acquisition team, um, reported it, they removed it, and then they are doing internal investigations on it. <laughs> Dude, I feel responsible. I got that person, the poor person's TikTok acting career destroyed. Um, if you guys don't know, there was like, dude, I, I arguably probably the worst piece of advertising material I've seen years. It was the top two worst TikTok of all time. And the other one that was number one was another Apex mobile TikTok. So I've actually seen three terrible ads. Like, I'm going to be honest. I've seen three and they're all top three worst ads I've ever seen for a game. And mm -hmm. a game uh, like, you know, you'll be on TikTok or Instagram and you'll see those like purposefully cringe ads where it's like, mm -hmm. oh no, my boyfriend's having trouble. Let me go beat the boss for him. You know, yeah. like those. But those games are playing to the trope of a cringe mobile game ad. Apex Mobile was trying to make cool ads and then they made cringe ads. And it was so, dude. So I tweeted and I made fun of the ad like one does. Um, and then I got apparently the ad removed. So dub for me my bad um but also like they even said they were like we want we want ads that reflect the community um and like the player base and i was like my mans i i've i played this game i've played this game so many hours there's so many other creators and players that play this game for a living that could you not just hit up and be like hey man is this a good ad is this a good concept no mm -hmm. oh thanks for the feedback you could have avoided the public shaming that you received if they communicated with anyone. And that's what it comes back to is like, they have all these issues and they stem from not talking to anyone about anything ever. It, it's just such an internal closed feedback loop that by the time it gets out when everyone hates it, they're like, well, why did they hate it? I don't know. You didn't ask anyone about it. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's it. That's a little sneak peek for anyone who actually listens 30 minutes into these podcasts. You got information. Uh, did that guy keep his video up? Because I literally was going to make a video on this. And it's on YouTube still. Um, where it was. And then I DM'd the guy. And he said, go crazy. And then the other guy said, don't do this. Yeah, so this video is still up. Um, <laughs> from, three, from, a, from a day ago. Is it the same? Um, I think it's the same one. Yeah, so they went ahead and posted... The screenshot and then the other source. Oh wait, no! He deleted it. He deleted the video with the screenshot in it. Oh shoot. Okay, yeah, never mind. We can still talk about it though, because I was told from the source directly that I could talk about it, just not show the screenshot. So. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's also like, bro. It's so ironic that the only way we hear about new communication coming to season three is by a leak. <laughs> Like, uh, wait, how do you, how is, like, in what universe is communication a thing that can be leaked, you know? Dude, that's what I'm like, saying. What kind, of, <laughs> what kind of state does your game have to be in where people are getting excited about a leak that says you're going to communicate more? Like, that's just mind-blowing to me. It's, it's like why, just... Why don't you just start communicating? <laughs> That's what I'm saying! Like, bro, every day that it's like, I want to play the game, and then now there's this hacker problem um, where people are hacking on PC, but they're soft aimbotting, where they're not making it super obvious, but to mm -hmm. anyone with three brain cells to rub together, it's obvious. Yeah. Um, and so I found a dude who was top 35 in the world on mobile leaderboards, who was using PC and a PC emulator who's hacking and cheating and aimbotting. And I was like, what? Like, how am I supposed to feel motivated to play this game every day or at all? If like, it's like you said, leaked communication about communication. What? <laughs> what dude? Like, like just communicate. Oh, make a forehead. Yeah. So <laughs> like, like honestly, you're right. They have, 
this like honestly this last very very last um update here in like two weeks and if this is a fold dude no one's gonna care we've given them so many opportunities and tries that like they we have other games coming out i'd rather play yeah. other games or just not play a game that i don't want to play like i'm not going to force myself to play a game just because it's new and hip and cool mm-hmm. uh, thank you for coming to my apex bubble rant corner um <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the episode nah it's it's just crazy they give us so much fodder that's the problem mm-hmm. yeah it just feels like I think there's only been like one update in the history of Apex that actually felt like it was trending in the positive direction. I think we talked about it on the podcast and we were like, this isn't the update that saves Apex Legends mobile. Mm -hmm. This is the first step in like 20 steps that needs to happen to save Apex mobile. And then after that, they just didn't improve it at all. And so goes back to further prove our point like that one update wasn't going to be enough because it was just bug fixes and not trending the game in an actual positive direction it was an update of getting the game to where it should have been when it launched not getting exactly. it up the game to a further point and i i remember that I, I vividly remember us talking about like this is good we need infinitely more of these to keep the momentum going and i do i check google trends like once every few days the game has not gone up in popularity, like, since ever. Since the game came out. like, two days when it, Mr. Beast made that ad. Yeah, and I was like, oh, dude, saved. And then he made the worst ad of all time for the game, too. Which even, like, as an Apex player, that ad was pretty bad. Like, yeah. Um, so, all in all, Apex is crazy. Uh, might, <laughs> if this, up, okay, we have to make a promise here now. If this next update sucks... And odds are from previous past of updates, not have the don't have the most hope. We don't talk about the game, or we limit. We have to have a time limit. We have to start an apex let multiple yeah, like, I think time we limit. Yeah, like a three minute time limit, and yeah. then we're done. Maybe five better. minutes. Maybe five minutes. This they'll still probably be doing. Minute. You know what? I take it back. One minute. Okay. <laughs> Just run through a bolded point how Apex will fumble this week and uh, uh-huh. get back to it. It'll just be a segment. Our, our fumble of the week. <laughs> Legends Mobile. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, moving on. Final topic of the day. You you have written down YouTube versus Twitch. <laughs> I don't think it's really YouTube versus Twitch. I think it's like Twitch versus itself at this point. Um, obviously, we talked about the fake leaks of a woman doing things she shouldn't on stream. Um the main stuff that I've seen that's happening on Twitch right now is basically the community self imploding, and it <laughs> seems like everybody has dirt on everybody. And as soon oh, as one person update, wee woo, new twit longer, it's forty eight seconds ago from Miskiff. Boys, we are hot off the press. This one's not oh fake. My gosh. I, I'm not reading. We won't read on stream, but like, just if you keep Twitter open, I think twit longer crashed. No shot. Oh no, it's just taking a minute for this to, to uh Okay. Yeah, well that's okay. We'll uh put uh, oh sorry, I was just proving how insane the timeline has been these past few days. But no, I agree. I think it is Twitch versus Twitch. I don't think it's I think YouTube is just like on the, the YouTube streamers are just chilling like uh Myth is just like nonstop tweeting out like just goofy commentaries on everything that's happening. And it's, it's just like it's it's hilarious because it just shows like how many scumbags there are in the gaming community and like also how much these people know about each other and they don't post it until they have a reason to post it. Yeah. I will say though, I think Twitch has this issue just by proxy of having more streamers than YouTube. Yeah. Um where like YouTube only has a few name brand streamers right now and to be fair, they're all sp- partnered sponsored signed dealed like these guys if if they had dirt on them would have been out by now so i think this yeah it's more just like twitch is slowly imploding on itself um but hopefully you guys like my sponsored twitch stream i did today uh front page of <laughs> twitch while this is going on this is awesome great timing um but i will say that they're like i understand creators like preventing other creators from not messing up like what's but you know what i mean like protecting friends of theirs knowing they did something wrong like 
I, that's I don't know. It's crazy. Like I don't know. Maybe mobile is just so small that I we know everyone. We know everything. Everyone's done for the most part. Yeah. And every other community is so big. There's so many different topics in the games and the um, just chattings and and whatnot. And then you have mobile, and it's like there's like three games, and there's not that many consecutors, so we kind of all know everyone's past. And like I mm-hmm. grew up with these guys, you know. I would vouch that you know they haven't done anything wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Bobby, don't burn me on this one, man. I can't. <laughs> don't be I getting got you ex- covered. Don't worry. Okay, Whew. we're good. But uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy. And they just banned gambling today, or they're gonna be banning gambling, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of crazy. They even allow sponsored gambling in the first place. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, even I mean just like a messed up concept in general, like you let somebody stream them gambling money that isn't theirs. <laughs> like Yeah, that's the crazy it's such part. A, such an unrealistic view of gambling in general. And then on top of that, the fact that gambling is just like risking your money <laughs> for fun in general. Just not a not a great concept. But what about this trainer of ethics of like if you ban gambling? Now, sponsored gambling is completely different, but if it was just some dude gambling their own money on Twitch, like, and you're like, oh, it's promoting uh, gambling addiction. Now, listen, I advocate advocate for removing getting uh, removing ba- gambling on uh, on Twitch. But what about like people doing like drunk streams or drinking streams on Twitch? Would that not also under the same guise be like you're promoting alcoholism by getting drunk on stream in front of viewers? Like, obviously. The, uh, those situations like alcoholism and like gamma addiction is completely different but in the same realm of like it's a slippery slope for twitch because when you ban one and you have all these other crazy topics on the platform like hot tub streams that are still allowed um i don't know what's your take on that if you want to i don't really know i didn't look super carefully at the reasoning behind why they banned uh gambling so we'll be making a policy update to prohibit streaming of gambling, blah, 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 uh, that don't provide sufficient consumer protection. So I think it feels like to me, they made a big point of consumer protection being a reason for the, the banning because it's only specific websites. It's not like they banned every single gambling website. It's those four that it seems like don't have some oh, sort of okay. The people that are actually gambling there. So I think because it is just those websites, I don't really have an issue with it because it does seem like there's a certain reason behind it. And that maybe those websites, I, I haven't done any research on them, but I'm assuming those websites maybe target uh, vulnerable people more in the ways that they operate. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's also like just banning those four sites. And they also mentioned like, games that aren't licensed in the u.s or other jurisdictions that provides like it it almost sounds too like legal and not mm-hmm. just like yo this is messed up we're gonna ban this as an entirety it's kind of like uh, what i i so if you're in mexico on a different site can you gamble like then then it just it's, it's so many more loopholes um but it's also like this is crazy to me we'll allow websites that focus on sports betting fantasy sports and poker well, that's also betting. Sports betting is arguably worse because it's all like you know. But they're they're banning predat like predatory gambling websites is what they're doing, which <sighs> I I think is a, a good approach. No, it's, it's a good. Ap- I don't know. I mean, I I get, but it's like it's it's being selective of what's predatory. Like, is sports betting also not predatory when you think the Cowboys are going to win every week and they don't, and you're I feel like betting your I life feel like savings that you can do research on. Like it's still betting, but it's significantly no. But the odds are always risky. like they always book the odds so that like over time you lose. Like there's not a prop. Like That's there, true. there's like you could be a professional poker player and like, but there's no casino games you can win over time at. Same thing with sports betting. Like you might go up, might go down, but over time you're gonna go down. So it's like I don't know. It seems very not hypocritical, but very interesting choice of bands when they should just be like, I ah, will ban them all, or like we'll ban. I don't know. And then you, did you see the streamer? I think the point that you made initially is the reason that they don't do that because it's not like we're like, oh, ban alcohol. It's, uh, okay, yeah. I don't think you can like get. Can you? Maybe you can. Can you get blackout drunk on Twitch? Like I'm assuming that. Um, there's a self harm category that's yeah. always been kind of iffy. 
and I don't know if that constitutes. I think if you were to get blackout and then do something, then that would constitute. But I think it's in the realm of like if you don't. Uh, man, Twitch TOS is so crazy because they've always yeah. applied it so in a, like inconsistently. inconsistently. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what it comes down <laughs> to. Like at the at the end of the day, like ban gambling, don't ban gambling. Twitch's terms of service is that's crazy. A, is a, is one giant gray area that will never be consistently implemented. Yeah. Did you uh did you see that streamer who took like a scam like 300k from his fans? Yeah, that was the other thing. Oh my gosh. Dude, and he's not banned. He's not banned. Yeah, that's insane. Like, bro, bans gambling doesn't ban the man who started the whole guys, listen. If your boy ever asks you for a tenner, just give it to me, okay? <laughs> I'm not paying you back. But I will take ten dollars. Thank you very much. Um but uh, it's, it's Twitch has had a bad week. And they really only seem to have bad weeks. Like, yeah, you don't really... I can't remember. I, like, the, the gambling ban was, like, the first time I saw a community in general have a somewhat positive reaction toward a policy. And then what? <clears throat> but the, it's, like, it's 20 all... minutes later, they're crumbling to the ground again. Well, it's it, it seems to be, like, their... Um, all their good W changes are just industry standards. Yeah. Like, it's not... Like them allowing restreaming, YouTube's always allowed restreaming. Um, yeah. And so now they're just catching up to the industry. Banning gambling just seems like an ethical thing. Doesn't really seem like it's something that they're pushing boundaries on. Um, I, does YouTube allow gambling? I don't. I have no idea. I've seen people gamble on like CSGO skins back in the day. I don't know if they like do that for streaming, but it seems like any good news Twitch has, it's just fixing a problem they had. Not like, hey, we came out with this brand new implemented strategy that no one's ever done before and it's really awesome and helps a lot of creators sick it's always like oh we were screwing you guys we're gonna retract that we're not screwing mm -hmm. you everyone's like oh and then youtubers just like dude shorts will make everyone rich uh <laughs> sign those creators sign this creator welcome to the club <laughs> you only have to get 10 million views dude, that's actually crazy though qualify. <laughs> Like that's kind Honestly, of brutal. I'm just gonna become a shorts only channel. Bada bing, bada boom. I hit a million subscribers, and I get to be in the YouTube shorts money program thing. Money, yep. Money fabrication scheme. I'm excited <laughs> for that though. I I really want to see what the rates are like. But it, I have a feeling it's gonna be kind of like TikTok, where at first people were getting like good rates for mm -hmm. the views, and then now it's like a million views, like twenty bucks. When it used to be like fifty bucks. So I feel, I don't know. I, I, I guess I mean, it's just based off ads, but I'd really love to see the ad rates. If they're good, I'm going to shorts. I mean, you better start right now because you got to get three months worth of views. Hey, I'm starting right now. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make a TikTok yeah. on all this Twitch drama <laughs> or a YouTube show. My bad. All right. Well, I think that covers everything we want to talk about today. Um, if there's anything that we missed out on, that you guys want to see in future episodes, please drop us a comment down below. We'll do our best to cover it in the future. Obviously, mobile gaming still nonstop changing very quickly, and there's lots to be covered every single week. So make sure you guys are subscribed, followed, whatever it is on any platform. I promise you guys I'm going to start posting clips on the Clips channel and posting stuff on our Twitter <laughs> as well because... I've been so busy for the last month that I've had no time to do any of it, but we're going to get focused. Yo, we got now. a lot of clips from today's episode. I'll tell you, we, we, we got just some content. Yep. It's, uh, it will definitely keep it flowing. So make sure to follow <laughs> us on those. That's going to be it for the episode though. Appreciate you guys watching. Hope you did enjoy. Drop a like down below. If you did ducky, any final words? Uh, nope. Uh, apex mobile is a great game. I'll catch you guys. We'll catch you guys <laughs> in the next podcast. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.